0: In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign,
1: three millennials look back on our generation's classics.
0: On our generation's classics. Our generation's classics. And remember.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Millennials of the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspective. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And Serena has strep. (laughs) so she is yeah. not with us today she's had a run of bad luck she has oh man but
0: nope she will be missed she will be back next week um but I think the thing that will bother her most is that we made her watch a scary movie I know,
1: <laughs> I know. and let me tell you
0: her texting she was texting
1: us as, as she was watching it and she was like I could feel the anger I could feel the hatred coming through being like how dare you how dare you make me watch this movie <laughs> That's okay. Um, so yeah, we watched a horror movie this week, uh, final destination from 2000 period the year 2000, two zero zero zero.
0: Um, so we decided to pick movies for our last couple of the year. And this was my pick. Um, and can I just say, um, I'm going to start out with a fun fact that's okay. And this is a fun fact that is the first fact that jumps up when you research anything of this movie. And it's so perfectly fitting because this script was originally supposed to be an episode of The X-Files. I saw that! I, <laughs> the second I saw that,
1: I'm like, oh, Tracy. Oh, Tracy,
0: this is my favorite little tidbit. I honestly no idea. But it, I mean, I did, this is one of my favorite horror movies when I was younger. And, and it makes and- sense makes total sense makes sense I can get more into it later but anyway
1: there was another show on his filmography the writer's filmography that I was like oh okay and I can't remember what it was now
0: um I don't have the this writer written down it's the same um, as the director oh let me run
1: through yeah um, sorry um, okay. yeah I interrupted yep, let, nope that's okay um so Final Destination 2000 written by James Wong, Glenn Morgan, and Jeffrey Riddick Reddick. I'm sorry. Uh, and directed by um, James Wong. And I keep on wanting to say Wan because that's a big horror guy. And I'm like, no, it's yep. James Wong.
0: So um, Red- Redrick. 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 He's the original. Redder, Redrick. Redder, Redrick. Redrick. Whatever. Anyway, He's ahead. the original uh, script person. Okay. And he was submitting it for the X-Files and. Oh, okay. And, and they were like, that's a good idea, but I think we want to make this into its own thing. Good mm-hmm. thing they did. It made like mm-hmm. an entire franchise and it's I read still somewhere. Going. Yeah. It, yeah. I think a new one's out either this year or next year, I think. And it's yeah. one of the like top, like, like um, top earning series or something franchise. like that franchises. Yeah. And it was one of the ones where like the sequels actually were earning more money which was unusual that i'm not surprised about
1: and it's because you're not following characters you're following a concept and yeah. that concept never gets old no. it doesn't get stale i mean they tried the the obvious comparison are other horror movies like friday the 13th where but at the same time you are following a certain character with that this is they just- had this is such a cerebral concept that they put into a horror movie and at
0: one one iteration of it they did consider making death a character and they were like no we don't want it to be a Mike Myers we don't want it to be we want it to be that just that shadow
1: yeah 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 and and it's interesting because I feel like they would have gone a different direction had they made that this movie 20 years later or you know, they have made this movie 20 years later, but they are kind of, I don't want to say they're stuck in the concept, but they're, they've, they've set the rules. They've set the ground rules in this first movie so well. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Let's, let's, he was
0: the one that, that, that wrote the original one and they brought in James Wong and, um, Glenn, Glenn Morgan, Glenn Morgan. Um, and they were the writers of X-Files.
1: Oh, and I think, okay.
0: I think at least with one of them, this was their first like feature film or something. Mm, that makes um, sense. Yeah. Okay, and they kind of, they kind of made it co- cohesive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. All right. Back to the <laughs>
1: starring. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's totally fine. That's what your job is. Mm. All right. So starring our beloved Devin Sawa, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Allie Larder, K- Kersmith, Kersmith, um, her, but it could be care, Chris Cloak. Creek. Yeah. Um, who else is on there? Chad Donella, Seanalee scott etc. etc. Um,
0: just, I feel like this was, I feel like even though he played really the Sean dumb, scott. dumb character, he wasn't quite as dumb as his other characters. He was genuine. I feel he like he was
1: genuine. That is the exact word I've applied to him because, um, I actually the closest other role of his that I put that I compared this role to was we're talking about Sean, Sean William Scott everybody I don't yes. know if, yeah um is um goon uh have you have
0: you seen oh, goon? that's the hockey one right I yes haven't.
1: where the movie itself is very comedic and and he ends up being comedic but his character is very sincere and you can't help but just love him because he's yeah. such a sweet guy and you yeah. have, you I got that sense from this character is a very sincere character especially when he is just coming off of american pie right yeah
0: yeah when did that come out what year 99 wasn't it oh yeah okay
1: um which is such a ridiculous movie and character and everything which i've actually never seen but that's okay anyway (laughs) quick synopsis betsy go so
0: (laughs) i don't know serena's not here i'm going i like it i like it you like surprised yourself you're <laughs> I know. In I was your like, face right, well
1: it's a 50 50 shot <laughs> so there is a high school trip that is um going to paris first off what kind of high school takes a french class trip
0: or whatever it was yes yeah.
1: but whatever uh, and our main character alex has a premonition that the uh plane is going to explode and so he freaks out and he gets thrown off the plane with a small number of other classmates and one teacher and sure enough the plane explodes um and so it's basically the movie follows these survivors as they're all kind of picked off one by one It's kind of like fate correcting itself they all should have died on the plane crash and so now these freak accidents all are starting to occur to, to kill them off one by one our main character alex fine try Kind of finds a pattern, so he tries to Divide prevent death. some of the deaths, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, have a little bit of a love interest in Clear, not Claire. Her clear, name is Clear. I think it's Clear rivers. water
0: Oh, Rivers. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, and he, um, he one of one of the survivors is like his arch nemesis, who has a lot of anger issues for yeah. no reason. Um. Yeah, so, so that's the basic, very basic synopsis. See how quickly I went with that because we're going to be diving into it so much. So it's fine. I like it. Um, so have you seen, Did you, you've seen this movie many yes. times or just
0: like, do you remember watching when um, you were a kid? I've, I think I've seen it a couple times, but maybe I've just seen it like the series because sure. there were things in that I thought happened in the first one because I remember Devin Sawa that I must've happened in, in subsequent films.
1: I don't know if Devin Sawa is in any others,
0: right? That's what I mean. Um, so like, because like, I remember him and I remember other things happening. Yeah. So I think I've just meshed all of them up in my head.
1: That's fair. Um, Cause I do know that Ali Larder is in at least the second one. The yep. second one I have seen because I love who's the lead guy in the second one.
0: Ooh, I don't Hang know. On.
1: Um, Michael Landis I don't know why I love this guy Uh, but just everything he does I'm like you're always the same character and you're always that charming asshole I just I'm okay with it um anyway so I have seen the second one because it came on the tv and I was like oh Michael Landis let me sit and watch it I don't think I have ever seen the first one this is Hmm. I think this is my first first viewing from beginning to end of this movie and I'm just going to go back to it. The concept really, really held up
0: for me. Yeah. And I'm a stickler for that kind of concept. It's different. It just, it's different. It's a little bit, um,
1: butterfly effect a little bit. I always, I always put this movie with the butterfly effect, Yeah. which, and you're right. It is different. Butterfly effect deals a little bit more with not time travel, but time manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, more so than this, this is, this is more about fate manipulation. Yeah. But it's that, it's that idea that you're attempting to manipulate this, this concept that nobody has a true grasp on and they both took place around the same time. And they both were teenage horror or thriller movies. Yep. And it was just, they they were clever.
0: Yes. Clever. That's what I like. I like I do like horror where I think a lot of people don't like horror and I don't mind the jump scares, but I like to be intrigued. It can't just be like, like, why is this person trying to kill us? It has to have like some sort of purpose behind it. Yep. That's why I actually tend more towards like hauntings and types, type of stuff than I do. Like, I don't know,
1: because I am curious what the rules are. I'm curious what the rules are in this particular world. And so help me God, if you do not explain the rules. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. So, but I think they explained the rules pretty well in this movie. Yeah. Um, I was a little they made nervous it,
0: they wouldn't, but they made it kind of a part of the plot where he figures it out. He's like, you know, we were supposed to die in an order. And then, right.
1: And I will say, like, there was an exposition dump with the mortician. And that kind of was like, oh, we're just taking him at his word and he just magically has all so this
0: information there's a said, fan, okay there's a fan theory and the writers say it's not true but I like it the fan theory is actually that he is death
1: I I had you you got that vibe and I think a lot of it is just that actor who's a great actor by the way and he was in the original Candyman and I highly recommend Candyman yep. it's such a great cult classic um The actor we're referring to, of course, is Tony Todd. That's who it is. But yeah, you definitely get that vibe. that like, he's otherworldly in some way. Yep. So I'm okay with that. I'd be totally be okay with that theory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So in comparison to what you remember of it,
0: how does it hold up now? Did you still enjoy this watching? I did because I kind of forgot all of, how people died yes and they were surprising yes. so I like I like as much as I like to figure things out I also like to be surprised Absolutely. so I and I thought that I mean I guess the only thing there was like a lack of cell phones maybe and you could tell by some of the clothes but other than that you know what I mean it was yeah, still it doesn't it's date still kind itself of, too right, badly no yeah it still had a pretty good
1: I feel like you were getting, I feel like the worst offender in the movie with regards to dating itself is the archetype characters. And yes. really it does go back to the the asshole jock. Like that is yeah. such a 90s character.
0: Oh, it is. It is. It's very, yeah, very not stereo. Yeah, I guess stereotype. Yeah. Uh the ultra however like I feel like horror movies always have that like breakfast club type thing going on where it's like okay here's this like ragtag group of people that wouldn't normally be together let's see how they survive and I'm kind of okay with that yeah and because they end up always usually being friends
1: you almost at the end use a cookie cutter character so that it's just one extra thing you don't have to spend time explaining to the audience yeah. the audience is like oh this is the asshole jock let's move on because we yeah. know what that character
0: is we don't need to have him explain to us i think so, the only fair. thing they didn't explain was why devin what was his name alex uh, alex why alex was having these visions did they right okay that no, is right.
1: the only time um I think the idea, oh, wait a minute, I feel like, I feel like they did explain it. Cause I, early on, I was like, are they going to explain why he was the one there was something about because of where he was sitting in the back, mm-hmm. he was the, he would have been the first to die. And mm-hmm. there, I feel like the mortician did explain, like there was a reason why there he, was a muck up basically. Hey.
0: Yes, which is kind of like why like he's like, I changed the pattern so it mm. skipped people. And if you if you basically if you sacrifice yourself for the other person and make it skip, it'll skip a death or something. That made sense. But the original vision.
1: Right. I think uh, that I think that they they were there was like a throwaway line. I'm gonna have to rewatch okay. the movie now. I yeah, think I know. There I was, was like, like a throwaway line where it was. This, this is incident, where it started. This incident was an unusual incident, and he got to see it because he was the first one. If somebody oh, else oh, had I been understand. the first one, they would
0: have been the one to see got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But that I could okay. be wrong about that. And then nope. the
1: other thing to bear in mind is that Clear said that she got off the plane because she felt his emotion. Yes. So if that I didn't know if that was part of it or if she just was kind of empathic or what was going on with her character. I feel yep. like her character could have been fleshed out better. But
0: yeah, because she had a little bit of a tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. Um and she was a little bit eccentric. She was like the artsy type, I guess. Yeah. Um and maybe in, in Final Destination 2, we'll learn a little bit more about her. <laughs>
1: I want to say, from what little I remember, I think she was in Final Destination Two as like an exposition dump.
0: Um, oh, okay, for and new then
1: characters, and I think she was fair. in a mental institution, and that's that was fair. it. That was all we saw of her. Something like well, that, or like I she saw ended this... up in the pattern. You know how, like, you know how in Jumanji, yes, <laughs> the, the previous players end up in
0: the same. Game yes, um, I read this. Thing and I don't know how truthful it was, but they were like, it was like a controversy of why Devin wasn't in the second or any of the, the mm-hmm. other movies. And they were like, and he and he denies it being about money. He's like, it wasn't about money, it was about the story. I was supposed to die in the first movie. But then, like, with that little wrap up at the end, I was like, but you didn't die in the you first didn't movie. Die. Yeah. So I was like, I don't quite understand that explanation either. And maybe they explain it in Final Destination too that. The two boys do eventually. I don't know. I, well,
1: um, Carter dies, right? Oh, right, that's Carter right. At the
0: very dies. end. At the very end. That's right. But so Carter I Carter saved Alex. I don't know. Right. I so know. then it if he saved Alex and it skipped him and then it went to Carter, and then it should have been Allie next. I mean, what is their name? It's clear, clear. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't, I don't know. know. Still, and that's still, why I like- It's a solid movie. It is. And I, I I, like that they endeavored to give us an explanation and a pattern and everything. And I'm I'm like, you know what? You tried hard enough that I'm just going to let, I'm just going to trust you. I don't, I don't, yeah. I can't remember what the order was. And then the order got mucked up and people got skipped and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah.
0: I, I trust did. You. I did, however, like the realization where he went, I was supposed to be first. Like I right. liked that because he changed seats, and I do like that, like that first changing fate. Like if you make yes. that that one decision, that's gonna change everything. Yes, I do like that. It's
1: a it's a clever idea. It, yeah, the whole concept is just a clever concept. Yeah, and on and honestly, that's why I'm not even gonna ask us our favorite parts because I think our favorite part is the concept. It is, it is. that <laughs> from is from very true. Yeah, and I think that that's why it's kind of held up still today
0: yep 22 years later betsy yes i'm gonna play a game with you oh god so would you agree that you are a little bit of a horror aficionado
1: yeah yeah okay all I feel right like i'm not i mean i'm not at the level as a lot of people who call themselves that but
0: but you enjoy horror oh, movies. oh i know are- where this is going i already looked it up all right, well, let's see if you can get them all then. So most of the main cast gets their character names yep. from either um, horror directors or actors. So we're going to play a game to see if Betsy can get them. It's tough. This is tough. It is. I, th-
1: I know I have two. And it's funny because, okay. So before we jump into this game, okay, I know that we referenced this movie when we watched cat people because of the most famous Mm -hmm. of the ones you're about to ask which is Luton Luton, and we talked all about Val Luton and and in cat people um and so that teacher very clearly had that name and so she named she she was speaking to another teacher and named Murnau and I'm like I know that name, and so sure enough, Murnau is another d- very famous horror director. Good
0: job! So I named those two. Boom! Good he job. Didn't even okay. Ask for those. No, two. no. Done. <laughs> very good. All right. So Devin is Alex Browning. Browning. That's such a like normal person name. um Okay. How about his Fred Todd, spelled T T-O-D. O D. Mm-hmm. and it's german for death i saw that it is but it's also somebody's name oh i don't know so todd browning is the director of freaks
1: no, oh <gasps> have you ever seen freaks Mm-mm. oh my
0: god is i could talk dead? for three hours about that movie okay mean. all right uh terry channey chan channey c-h-a-n-e-y oh lon chaney Lon Chaney, good job, who yep. played the original Phantom and Phantom of the Opera. Speaking of Todd, uh, Todd Wagner, his last name Wagner. Wagner. Oh, ooh, ooh. that's an old, that's an old name. Yep. It's the Wolfman. He's the <gasps> director of Wolfman. the Wolfman. Man. Yep. yes. Um, Blake Dr- Dreyer. do Dreyer? you spell it? D-R-E-Y-E-R. Oh, I don't know that one is carl theodore dreyer um which is also another horror horror legend and then agent shrek you know it's funny because that name
1: popped out at me as well not because it was familiar but i was like whose name is shrek
0: i know i know (laughs) it was weird um and that's matt max shrek which is also another like horror legend okay um okay and then of course the whole todd um meaning death thing. So that was, that was all the ones that I had. I really,
1: you know what? I love when movies have Easter eggs like that. Like you would never think twice about it because they're just names, but for the horror fans. Yeah. It's very clear. Some of those names are very clear. I want to say there was someone named
0: Hitchcock, but I could be wrong. There
1: was, wasn't there? Yeah. I thought there was, I appreciate that game. That was a fun game. I, I, I think did a I did good a good job. Okay. No, I, you did. I think how well I did accurately represents how, what level of an aficionado
0: I am when it yep. comes to hard. I, I, I would have recognized Hitchcock and I didn't quite realize all the names until Val Luton. And I like had this moment of, why do I know this? Yeah. Why do I, and then I was like the Luton bus. The lo- Why do I know what is the lo- like? It was like words in my brain yeah. that I didn't know what it was, yeah. and then it then it all connected, and I was like, "That's really <laughs> funny for for us, especially on this podcast, because we've talked about the connections between cat people, and so funny that we picked that movie because it was. I think I picked that movie for it
1: wasn't purposeful, but it we did talk
0: about Final Destination during Cat People. So funny, I yeah. So random how things yeah. are connected, I love it. like like Final Destination. Ah. Oh, anyway,
1: all right. How is this movie millennial, and did it impact our generation as a whole?
0: Okay. So, yes and yes, yes and yes, yes, yes and yes, because um, it was just a class. It came out in two. It was like perfect age range for like going to the movies with your friends, get scared, and watch on like a Halloween. It, it there was a ton of those horror movies, those teen horror movies that the came out at the same of the time. The century,
1: 20th into 21st, it was just this influx of amazing movies for teenage audiences, specifically. Yes, it yeah. was out of this world.
0: Yep. Um, so I think it it definitely, and I have seen today like memes and stuff for like millennials that's like. If you move your car over when you see um, a logging truck, which I think is Dest- Final Destination 2, two. Um, then you have been uh, haunted by Final Destination. Like, like, it is stuck in your brain. And the, to this yes. day, I cannot drive past a logging truck without thinking of this movie. Same, same.
1: The other thing, and again, it's from Final Destination 2, it's the water bottles getting stuck underneath the brake pedal so that Uh, you can't stop the car Yep, that freaked me that honestly i did not know where
0: that fear of mine came from and it must have (laughs) it must have come from final destination that i know that that was a scene yeah um so i think it is very relevant and i think not only is it relevant but it's like you said it's making a comic it's still around it's, it's still-, still going that franchise
1: is still yeah. going the last one it's been a few years i feel like since unless there's a yeah. new coming out um but i remember the newest one was called the final destination <laughs> like they just no.
0: Like- nope that was so it goes final destination final destination two in 2003 uh final destination final destination three in 2006 the final destination In two thousand nine, which is so that's number four. Okay. Then final destination five. Great. (laughs) This is very much Fast and the Furious. So so Um, much that came out in two thousand eleven, and I swear that there was, I thought there was a an uh, there's an untitled sixth movie that's in pre production. Like I think it's and I you know what we're due when was the last one 11 We are due but oh, i
1: wonder if that they're... was 11
0: years later yeah well that's what i was just gonna say is i feel like
1: they're gonna try to pull in the next generation the gen z oh, audiences which
0: i think that they are totally ripe for this concept Yeah. i wonder if like they could oh you know what they should do mm. they should make it a um oh, what's the term for the like the internet movies oh um not found footage um yeah i guess found footage but like the the face you know um missing yeah oh yeah searching easier. like yeah searching that's what it was yeah um where it could be like i don't know if they could do that but i bring in basically social media somehow yep. um, internet that would be era interesting. Final, yeah internet yeah
1: a final destination is, yeah. is probably a very interesting concept yeah hmm 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 I might need to watch the rest of this uh, franchise
0: (laughs) too. see what's going on with it. See how it's doing. Boom. We fixed it. Okay. The fixes, they actually, I think they made, um, they fixed things while they were filming. Okay. So one of the, one of the things they did is Sean Williams, Scott, Is that his name, right? uh, um, He like hurt his lip in filming. So the reason why he got elbowed in the car and he started to bleed is because they couldn't fix this busted lip or whatever was going on mm-hmm. beforehand. So they added that into the film. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that was an easy fix. And honestly, relatable, that he was kind of a hot-tempered guy and he was trying, you know what I mean? Like that yep. would happen. Um, however, I think the best fix they made was they, I think they had like a, a test audience or even just in the director's room or whatever is the death of um terry was that the other girl's name yes the death of terry was out of all of them was very much a shock because it was oh she's the one who
1: gets hit by the bus right
0: yes which i think it should have been more appropriate that the person named val luton got hit by a bus but i know that's just, you should have just switched names, but whatever. Yeah. But after that scene, you see, like, I think it, I think it was either, it was either Devin or Allie, like taking some Seltzer and sitting down and having, there was a pause in like the action of the movie mm-hmm. and they didn't rush into a conversation or something. They had to add just those couple of seconds or so like this, like Zoom in on the Mm Alka-Seltzer was because people needed to process. Yeah. Because it happened so quick. It was so unexpected. You were sitting there being like, what just happened? You needed those seconds to just think to yourself and process. Yep. And they went back and added that just so you had a couple of seconds to be like, holy, you know.
1: So here's the thing about horror is- the, the makers of horror are just a different breed than other filmmakers, because they have to be, they have to pivot, they have to adapt, they have to be scrappy. I mean, those are, those are tiny little examples that I'm sure, you know, every movie has those types oh, of sure. edits and I'm fixes, sure. but they just... You know, instead of making a big fuss trying to add a bunch of makeup to Sean William Scott's face or whatever, oh okay, just have him get an elbow, whatever. Right. Moving on, like they har you're just hard filmmakers are scrappier. And I I love it. I love it. They have to make do with what
0: they have. That's it. I, I wanna say it's because and I don't know if that's true anymore. I wanna say before they weren't blockbusters. So they, they didn't mm. have the, the money that, that necessarily that other films did. So they had to be that way to make- Yeah,
1: they've, there have always been standouts, um, like the occasional horror in the mainstream, but they've always been few and far between. And otherwise, yeah, they're, they're not given gigantic budgets. And even when they are, I mean, we all know the infamous um, Jaws You know problems that they had and they had to adapt for that. That's That's a horror movie, and they had a huge budget for that. Yeah, yeah, huge budget. But it's Jaws. They (laughs) had a budget for it. They did. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, yeah. It's just they know what they know to pivot. They know how to pivot. Did you have anything else that we haven't talked about yet? Oh, Um, sorry. Music. Um.
0: Yep, that was my John Denver.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I never, I, I mean, I've, I, I, just, I never would have thought that John Denver would have played such a big role in this movie, <laughs> and I understand the, I understand why, because he died, he died, a plane died in crash. a plane crash. <laughs> I get it. I'm a little surprised that his estate was okay with them, like, la- like leaning so heavily into John Denver music and like it being a recurring trigger in this movie, but whatever. Mm. When, it was effective. when did he die? That's a good question, actually. He Died in 1997. What? Yeah. No, no. Yeah.
0: Three years had passed. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Then, then I have no excuse. I, I have no, no. Cause I was, my original thought was, okay, maybe it's been, far enough along where it's okay to kind of joke at it. Kind of, I guess. It wasn't, and they weren't
1: joking. They, it wasn't no, a joke, but no, I'm it was sorry. just the fact that it was featured it was, in a fiction.
0: Yeah, kind of no, poor taste, I guess. Poor taste, poor taste, yeah. My I, And then my other explanation, which I still think is not good enough, is that I was like, okay, maybe they, they were like, well, maybe this is a new generation that will like John Denver music. Because I know my like my mom, lo- like I grew up with it because my mom loved it. Um, but okay, it fair. Not, I didn't realize that you got so so late. Yeah. So um, yeah. No idea that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, any other notes? There were books. There are comic books of this. Okay. Not surprised. Um, not surprised. And this is this is more of just a um it's not a fun fact it's a everyone should know Mm -hmm. you never pull the knife out you never pull the knife out of a victim oh my
1: god the second he walked into that room I was like so help me god if he touches that knife
0: and sure enough and I was like "Mm," I was like not only like should you not do it because now he's got his prints on this knife that now but to save her anything that you have stuck in you is actually acting as a clotting mechanism.
1: Right. And that was actually my, that was my reaction when she initially got a piece of what? And she pulled it out of her neck. her neck.
0: Yeah. And she pulled it out. I was like, don't no. pull it out. No, I'm so mad about her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Everything yeah. about
0: her death, I was mad about. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> because they were hers was probably, <laughs> hers was probably the worst because it, it like, there were so many things. and So many like, things.
1: I would argue that Not- Todd, let, all right, let's, let's rank the okay. deaths here. Let's, for here we go. Yep, <laughs> Cause Todd's was the one that got me the most actually, oh, because yeah. he had so, there was a lot of time there where he just couldn't do anything. He was just stuck. And I, just, I, and I, I, at that point I really liked Todd. I had like yeah. warmed up to his character yep. and everything. His was arguably my, the worst death for me.
0: Yep. Um, I think what made it the worst is, is that they were like, oh, and he killed himself because he was so sad because his brother died. Right. A- and I was, and I was like, that is, that's so tragic. That is yeah. so, and, and as soon as like, I was like, how, cause I didn't remember how he died. I was like, all right, they're going to get him. How are they going to get him? How, and then I was, I was like, no, not this. And I, as it was happening, I'm like, this is so bad. This is so bad because it looks so bad. It was
1: very effective. Like you it wa- oh, felt yeah. it. You,
0: you felt did. that thing around at your neck. Oh God, it was very effective. It was bad. It was yep. bad. And there was like, like you said, there were so many like, will this get him? No. Will this get him? Right. No. And then when it happened, and then he was like so close to like the scissors and he was, and he was trying to, all he had to do was stand up, but the shampoo. Because there was so much soap oh
1: under God. his feet. Oh my God. It was horrible. Was,
0: yeah, it was horrible.
1: But Val Luton's death it, you're right.
0: It that was, was almost it, ridiculous. Like it, took, it was almost it took over the tods. Table. It took Todd's to like the nth degree. You were like, yes. this is crazy. And then the bus was effective.
1: Like you said, was, like it, it comes out of nowhere. I mean, I almost feel like I expected it because it, that, because it was a moment of calm, you knew that there was a jump about to come. And because he saw the bus, you knew
0: the bus was going to be it. But I think, isn't that the part that's in like scary movie? Yes. And I think they did it in Mean Girls. I was going to say they did it
1: in Mean Girls too. So you're kind of starting to expect a bus. Like if you were standing in the middle of the road, a bus is going to hit you. I
0: don't know why it's a bus specifically, but. (laughs) I, I, you know, I would be curious to do the research to see if this was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it, like you said,
1: a little disappointed that it wasn't Val Luton who got hit by the bus, yep. but the idea of a bus as a jump scare is from the 50s in Cat People. We yep. know that that's the first time that's happened, except yep. that in that case, it was a false jump. Yeah, This was a real jump, um, yep. but yeah, yep. All right, and then, so that was Terry's death, and then the only other death was at the very end, right?
0: No, no, no Hitchcock, yeah. Um- died by the train the train it was that like captivated i I didn't like that one that one that one felt campy to me i thought he was gonna get sucked into the train which you know how like you're not supposed to stand so close to the train because you do there's that there's like you know suction suction there is a suction with the air and i thought that was gonna happen because he was having that argument and he kept like walking backwards and i was like Like, the
1: way he was standing in front of the train you're like oh something's gonna happen dude yeah yeah
0: but in retrospect, they did kind of like when the it hit the car. There was that one piece of metal that like shook. You know what I mean? Like mm. it was like it. Yeah. Oh, it, it makes yeah it makes sense, sense but, but
1: still, just it was the most B movie moment of the entire movie to me. It just didn't, it didn't work for me. Yeah. The actual decapitation, which is too bad, yeah. but because you know I love a good decapitation.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then the last one was carter um again and i think that was over the top too although i liked when she screamed and he almost got hit by the car bus or whatever it was again the fact that he
1: jumped back up so quickly i'm like oh he's about to die like you could see like i feel like i saw it coming a mile away because you're like who when 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 you push somebody over in a movie when you push somebody over to save their life, you stayed down with them, but he popped right back up. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, it's the back. It's the back swing. The backswing yeah. is going to come back for swing. him. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I was so, so about that. Yeah, yeah. Really. Todd and Val's were the two big ones. They were early on in the movie. They were effective. Yep. All right. Good. We ranked. Yeah. Good job i like this the and it's funny because now that i named them there were not a lot of deaths
0: <laughs> no well it was the the i think it was five people right yeah so it was um Six alex people. clear the teacher val terry oh yeah you're right uh todd carter. and then carter yep
1: would you martini shot would you recommend this movie
0: i would i i, would I like the concept I think, especially with the new one coming out, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard. There is violence and gore. So if it's not
1: your cup of tea, then don't. I mean, the gore is not the like is minimal, minimal the top,
0: but it's- No, I didn't think so. Yeah. Like the, the blood spray was minimal compared but to- like, it wasn't I a mean, you're watching people die.
1: You're, yeah, you know, I mean, you're, it's not yeah. like the camera's turning away when somebody dies. You are watching people die. But- if you are okay with that, then yeah, this is a good movie. I would watch, yeah. I would, I would recommend this movie. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, all right. It's time for the next movie. It was going to be a Serena pick and we were going to end with my pick, but I think we're going to flip it around. I right. will do, I will say my pick. So I narrowed it down to three movies and okay. um, figured we could um, discuss. Pick. Okay. Yeah so i was going for you know classic millennial classics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so my three choices this is are... yeah i was
0: gonna. I'm very intrigued to see what you have narrowed down of all the millennial movies as your top three
1: well bear in mind these are also personal favorites okay per,
0: all right okay all right so empire records classic Teenies. save the
1: empire yep damn the man save the empire Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? The live action 90s version. With Casey? Heck yeah. Loved me some Casey. And then my third option was The NeverEnding Story. Of those three, which ones should we do? They're Um, all classics for different
0: reasons. I would actually, I I would say no to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. The reason I think is I don't think it has quite the cult following and although hmm, i was gonna say not a lot of i feel like out of all of those that's the one that that people haven't really seen but if that's the point you want to make where you think that this is a classic millennial movie that shouldn't fall into obscurity that people should watch then we should watch that one if you want to say just really watch one that i think has
1: no i think we should go with the one that influenced our generation the most which arguably might be empire Records more than
0: more than never-ending story i don't
1: know i really feel like it's they were two different eras of this
0: of the same generation so it's hard to compare them um i like empire records but i i definitely think of that with like can't hardly wait um that thing you do i know that's (laughs) not quite um basically i'm just naming ethan embry movies (laughs)
1: Um, Ethan Randall I think he was still Ethan Randall in that moment. oh oh
0: apologies <laughs> um you're, it's your pick your choice oh god I don't know I'll regret
1: I'll regret it we're doing never ending story I'll regret okay. it if we don't do it okay that's what I have to go with I'm so that's sorry fine.
0: nope nope I I understand I, I I understand the reasons
1: Have an adult beverage with you
0: it's just the way to do it
1: thanks for joining us if you like what you hear you can find more great episodes over on our website www.millennialsthemoviehouse.com of the moviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts curious about updates extras from our episodes or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie we're also on twitter and instagram our handle for both is at the movie millies check us out and make sure to
0: follow us so until next time we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house